When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the PHNX Wildcats show presented by Neutral. They're supporting uh, this ter- us this Territorial Cup weekend. Neutral vodka seltzers are made with real fruit juices and their variety packs come in lots of flavors. Head to Neutral.com to find a store near you. All right, now joined by the great Digital Dam, a, uh, an Oregon State fanatic. Um, before uh, we uh, talk about stuff, tell the people a little bit about yourself. Man, I think you hit it on the head there. I think I'm just a fanatic. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm born and raised in this beautiful state of Oregon. I became a Beaver fan at a very young age and was fortunate enough to attend the university for a bit and, and, and live in the great, you know, town of Corvallis, Oregon. But, um, I'm just a diehard Beaver fan through and through, man. Right. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just one of those few that is the absolute sicko when it comes to Oregon state football for some reason. What was awesome about you, and this is what Twitter is for. Twitter, in my opinion, is for banter, trolling fan bases in a lighthearted way. That's what I respect immensely about you. This is sports. We're not reinventing the atom. Um, You and I have spent four months going at each other. Poverty school, Mountain West. And guess what? We think nothing less of each other for it. As a matter of fact, I think more of you for that. Yeah, I think... think, People people need to discern the difference between sports banter and like going a little too far. You could throw all the crap at me you want for Oregon State. I'm totally okay with that. There's a certain line you can't cross, but I will I will go toe to toe with anyone when it comes to just bantering on university. So I'm glad there's people out there that 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 understand that line for sure. All right, now we're all in Tucson. We are all Oregon State fans. We are back in the beeves to the fullest. I will say this: don't want to turn this into a love fest, but I will say this. I think Oregon State's the best team that Arizona played this year. Um, I felt uh, from top to bottom, um, Arizona, I thought, kind of outplayed Washington in the second half. It was Fafita's first game. The thing that really strikes me about Oregon State is that they're solid across the board. There's yes. not really a discernible weakness where, oh, we can, you know, we can just do whatever we want in a certain aspect. It is a pretty well-rounded team there. Yeah, no, I agree. I think I think the strength of this football team is is running the football first and foremost, running the football. The offensive line is very very solid and then our defense when we got rid of Tim Tibisar last year or sorry, 2 years ago had a dramatic shift in in scheme when we brought in Trent Bray. Mm-hmm. Um Tibisar infamously lost the game against Colorado to even even though we kicked the 62-yard field goal um to to tie that game up, but we lost to the worst Colorado team imaginable. Uh, we fired Bray and all of a sudden this this new defensive scheme came in that was just absolutely incredible. So the the strengths of this team is 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 really just the strength, I would say, just the right. fact that we can be stronger than the other opponent. A lot of people like to call us the Utah junior. I think that's a really good way to put it. Right. We're not going to beat you with elusive speed or spread offenses. It's going to be in your face right up the middle, both offensively and defensively. All right, let's talk about the running game because that's what really stands out. Between you got Damian 
Martinez and a couple other backs. It is, and I think that's where the uh, that's where I think this is going to be really big. Now we'll get to DJ uh, in a few minutes here, but Oregon, and again, I'm still not quite sure how good Oregon is. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, we'll, we'll get to that as well, but I think, I think you guys got to be able to control the line right there with DJ Martinez. And I think you have an opportunity to be able to do that. Yeah. I it's, it's all going to come down to the offensive defensive lines for both sides. I mean, sorry for, for, for both teams. So Oregon and Oregon state are pretty much one and one, two and running in the conference right. and one and one, two are, 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 or should be three and four in run defense. So they're, they, they know the other team wants to run, and they also know the other defense wants to stop the run. So right. it's really going to come down to which one breaks first. Yes, Bo Nix you know, had this incredible year with the passing attack, although I do call him the checkdown merchant. But he's had this incredible year with the passing attack, and that's, that's definitely something that compared to last year, Oregon State has lacked in. You know, We had a really strong secondary last year. And this year, it's a little more weak and, and susceptible to, you know, deep throws over the top, especially against Washington. But I look, I always say this. It's this is the rivalry game. Whatever the hell happened, the 11 games prior does not matter in this right. game. This right. this game it has a zero zero record and nothing matters at that point. Like I've seen an Oregon State team that has been three and nine that is going up against an Oregon team that is, you know, what ends up being nine and three and the score of the game is like 34 to 29 and no one knows why, but that's just the way it is. So just, just expect a really fun game. I think is the best way to put it. All right. Let's talk about DJ. Uh, let's talk about DJ. Uyongalele. Um, he's got to play better than he did last week. He's got to be able. And again, I, I, I don't think he was nearly as bad as some people thought he was at Clemson. And I think we're seeing now that Clemson is kind of deteriorated. Um, he's a good quarterback. He's not what he was. Uh, projected to be a t- number one pick, but he is a good quarterback. He's got to be able to step it up in this game. He's got some receivers. Granted, c- a couple of them are smaller, but he's got the receivers and the uh, the skill players around him to be able to play well in this game. And I think he's got to step up here. Yeah, he does. I think you. I think you mentioned or you you hit on something really well that 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 the scheme he was in at Clemson did not benefit him at all. Um, he, he is not a, a spread offensive type quarterback. Yes. He has, you know, he has the ability to get some yards with his legs, but primarily he came out of high school as a pro style quarterback, right? right? That's what he wants to be. Um, and the whole story about him coming to Oregon state was simply was he left Clemson. Um, he really wanted to come to Oregon state because of the offense and being on the West coast. He actually called, um, Lindgren, which is the offensive coordinator. I think, right after the civil war game um, Mm. last year and didn't hear back for two and a half, three weeks. And he was very nervous that he wasn't going to get a call back. Well, the only reason why that happened was because Oregon state was getting ready to play Florida in the Vegas bowl, which was (laughs) the first bowl game of the year. But he's, he was dead set on coming here from day one because he wanted to be in that offense. And, and, And I think, I think there's been a lot of positives and also some negatives. Like he's, he doesn't throw the most accurate ball in certain situations. He does kind of have concrete feet when it comes to the pocket. Like, you know, we wish we'd kind of see him be a little more fluid. Uh, but I, I I, put it like this. Can he not throw eight interceptions in two and a half games like we did last year against USC and Utah? Right. If he doesn't do that, sounds good. He's the starting quarterback. That's, <laughs> that's, 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 that's all we care about at this point. Just, just be someone who's not going to make awful decisions. And I would say... Of the three losses this year that that Oregon State has gone gone through, none of it has been on DJ. If if anything, all of it has been on special teams mistakes, which 
we saw a great one against right. Arizona right. going into halftime right. where I sat there and I was like, that was the worst thing I've ever seen in my was life. Was that the dumbest play you've ever seen? Especially I when they had already, when they had already uh, previewed it. Yes, I was. So I was at in, in Vegas um, for my mom's 60th birthday and we were eating a dinner at like this, this private room and she, and, and, and she requested a TV to watch the game because she's a right. Beaver fan too. And we were, we were sitting there you know, eating really good food and it was a great time. They run the fake field goal and everyone just goes silent. And we're just like, are you kidding me? Like, right. like we were stunned. Like no one absolutely, like no one could understand it. So I, I don't know why they did it but yes it was the dumbest play under jonathan smith's tenure that i've ever seen and it's it's probably always going to be i want to talk about jonathan smith here in a second yeah but first draft kings now you're not a fan of college basketball this is true digital damn correct <laughs> okay i need to i need to preface this so i i have a lot of respect for college basketball i played um a little bit of college basketball so i'm i'm really? i'm all right basketball's in my sport i played traveling aau yeah for those who don't know i'm i'm six foot four or two two thirty. I'm a, I'm a basketball player. Like that's my entire right. trade. I'm a three point specialist. I love playing basketball. The game of college basketball needs an upheaval of just going to the NBA rules. Like I want four quarters. I want twenty four second shot clocks. I want five fouls, not six fouls. I want everything to be the NBA game because I think it's just a better product. Right. I just it's just hard for me to watch a 28 to 32 halftime score and be like, yeah, this is really difficult. <laughs> but but I respect it greatly. It it takes a lot to be a college basketball player. Well, let's he brought up the NBA. Here's the good deal. You can get here's the deal. You get $150 in bonus bets for just betting $5 on an NBA game. That's all you got to do. Now, Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text 8-HOPE-NY in West Virginia. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. Please play responsibly in Connecticut. Help is available for problem gambling. 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and uh, Resort, must be 21 years or older, uh, uh, most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and specific res uh, responsible gambling resources. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance not 167 terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms all right now jonathan smith um oregon is oregon's an interesting school for me because it's a multi-coach school at this point mike riley did a lot of really good things there um my second favorite team is nebraska i was not happy with what he did at nebraska but at oregon state he was very good dennis erickson you had a top five team jonathan smith has obviously elevated this as well it is a i mean a, you you've had multiple coaches win there and win fairly you know on a fairly solid level what is it and going into a game like this against Oregon? What are your what are the pluses that Jonathan Smith brings to the game? And what are some of the negatives? Um, the biggest plus is he understands the game. I think I think that's the biggest plus is the fact that he he played in this game for four years. He 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 understands the significance of this game within the state and knows that yes, this is this is going to be a good comment, but but it is both teams Super Bowl, right? right. Like this is the Super Bowl at the end of the year, um, which is why again I I push back on playing the game next year or going forward because I just don't think this the playing it in the second week of the season will have the same feeling to it. Right. But the biggest advantage from Smith's side is he he understands the Civil War means something for fans. Dan Lanning, I don't think understands that. I think Dan Lanning is a very great coach and very respectable and, and, and knows that this game matters. I just don't think he's lived it. 
like Jonathan Smith has. So I so I think that's the the advantage there. The disadvantage, and I think for this game specifically, um, is yes, there is a lot of chatter with the Michigan State stuff. And yes, a lot of it is true in terms of does he go or does he stay? And I think that could provide an ultimate distraction for this team today. Um, so there is a huge disadvantage there. I, I, I do think there is something to a team that that goes through some locker room turmoil, especially before a game, not necessarily performing well during the game. Right. I I wouldn't be surprised if that doesn't happen this game. I I, I think Smith is is level headed enough to 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 keep this ball club focused. Um, but that that would be my only disadvantage with that. And I think I think um road games for some reason road games like right. even if it's 45 minutes from Reeser, which Eugene is this this is a totally different staff right like right. it is it is it is a night and day different staff and and i think that is that is another disadvantage and i think something that beaver fans want to see change is okay. is can can you do it on the road what i where i'm at with oregon is this and again he'll probably throw for 9000 yards and i still have a hard time believing and again i get it he's been awesome i get all that I've watched a lot of Bo Nix in college before he got to Oregon. Digital Dam, I still have a hard time believing that Bo Nix is this good. Maybe he is. I still have. I'm, I'm not. Listen, I'm probably going to look like a fool. To, well, more of a fool than I normally do. But I'm probably going to look like a fool. But I'm not all the way there yet when it comes to Bo Nix. Yeah, I. <laughs> I'm just not, look, man. I I call him the checkdown merchant, and I think a lot of people do too. But right. but it works. Like we have to be honest, it works. Right. He's he's not going to be someone that's going to beat you down the field. Yes, he might have a couple here. Like I saw this stat that that Jaden Daniels has twenty touchdowns of throws that are twenty yeah. yard yards or longer. Twenty touchdowns, right? right. Bo Nix only has seventeen completions that are longer than twenty yards. And it's not like he's season. lacking receivers. No, so like. Right. This 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 scheme that he's in has done a really good job to be like, hey, you know, at 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 Auburn, you might have been told to do things that you just can't do. And that and that's totally fine. Like, I think every player has their limits. And I think DJ is the same way, too. And I think both Will Stein and I think the 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 previous offensive coordinator Dillingham saw, hey, we can put you in really easy passing situations and let your guys do the work for you. We'll we'll just get you to, you know, do that. And I think it's been wildly successful for them. So. Last year, um, we did a really good job of of containing any kind of deep shot from from Bo Nix and just getting pressure on him. I think right. I think that's what it is. Just don't be afraid to hit him and don't be afraid to make him try to run. I think is right. the best way to do it. Now, defensively, then do you look for uh, do you look for Oregon State to basically get up on the line of scrimmage right there, press those receivers, and try to make him beat you over the top? Yes, Bray, Bray, um, which is why the Washington game was very frustrating to a lot of Beaver fans. Yeah. Bray loves to play that that man-on-man defense. And I think right. you saw a lot of that with the true freshman uh, McCoy going up against Roma Dunze mm-hmm. last week. And everyone was like, why is this happening? Why is a Dunze um, going one-on-one against the, a freshman? This like shouldn't be allowed. But that's what Bray wants to do is, is he wants to create pressure with his linebackers he wants to fake pressure he wants to pull them out into zones and he's he's a very creative defensive play caller i'm going to expect that this game is a just open the playbook at this point and just send everything that you can send that that you've been working on so i think that's why it might play into our favor a lot um but again i think will stein is a fantastic game plan and i I think this is going to be a really awesome matchup of which which defense doesn't stop the run 
Right now, you might be like to put it. You might be like the digital dam and hanging out in Vegas during big games, hanging out in resorts, hanging out in casinos. But, you know, if you're in Arizona, you can check out the Gila River Casino and live just like Digital Dam did for his mother's 60th birthday. <laughs> awesome stuff. Again, you will thank me later for this, my friends. Visit GilaMilliondollarsShowdown.com to get in on the action. For more information on Gila River Resorts and Casinos and all they have to offer, head to Gila.com. Went up to $100,000 in cash, 21 and over enjoy responsibly again live like the digital dam all right by the way digital dam do you have a uh, circle k's in oregon yes we do i actually saw this comment so there is a circle k on monroe avenue when i was down there at at oregon state i don't think it's there anymore i think it's gone i haven't checked um right. i for some reason i i keep forgetting to look to see but i used to go there daily to the circle right. k only because they had like one dollar diet cokes that you could mm -hmm. fill up that were like maybe this big <laughs> yeah right and like right. i was just like i'm gonna get that every damn time it's like those arrowhead jugs but you it's, just fill it up with diet coke it was beautiful and so it, yeah that's where i was at a, like a lot of my nights would finish up with me getting something at the circle k for sure would you would you say would you say that during those times you backed the k um definitely i would All say right. that all right, now you can join the inner circle for free by downloading the Circle K app. Terms and conditions apply at participating locations. Visit CircleK.com for details. Um, all right, now what what most worries you in this game about uh, from an Oregon State perspective? And what we talked about what you can take advantage of. I see the big sigh right there. I don't mm -hmm. like what this answer is going to be, but we got to get the truth. What uh, what most worries you in this game from an Oregon State and from an Arizona rooting perspective? Yes. Um, two things. One, this team just does not do well on the road. I don't, I don't care where it is for some reason when they don't step foot on research, you know, stadium, it's just a different ball team. Right. And that's not, and that's not a shot at any of the players per se, more so the staff, the staff on the road for the last, I would say two and a half years has consistently been inconsistent. That's Why the best that? way to put it. No one knows. We don't know. Because you don't watch Smith and say that this is some schizophrenic coach that no. just loses his. It's not like he's going Bobby Hurley out there. Or no, like it is. It is just, you know, okay. So here's something I want you guys to watch because I know Arizona fans will watch this today. Yeah. The first offensive drive for Oregon State is going to look like the San Francisco 49ers offense. It is going to be humming on all cylinders and we probably score immediately. The second drive and the third drive is going to be a disaster. And, and, and it's going to be either a three and out or we're going to put ourselves in a terrible position to punt it. Right. And I'm just saying that is what happens in road games is we 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 over prepare and we over adjust, I think, is the best way to do it. And more specifically, Lindgren, I think the offensive coordinator than anyone else does this. Is this something that is unique to the last couple of years or has this been throughout Jonathan Smith's tenure? Granted, I know he hasn't been there for 20 years, but yeah. I would I would say the last couple of years simply because the the beginning of Smith's tenure was like one in 11, two in 10 seasons. And I don't think anyone cared what the result was. Right. Um, right. I think it was just, hey, can we just show that we're going to do something in three years? But definitely in the last two years, you we've we've seen this consistent trend of why did we do that? Right. Why? Why? Why are you on a second and 10 in the fourth quarter against Washington needing a field goal? throwing a 20 yard seam route down the field <laughs> right. to a five foot eight receiver in the rain right when you could probably run it for seven yards right 
And like, those are the things that we just sit back and we're like, why? <laughs> why? By the way, man, your dude, you're gaining followers left and right. Arizona fans, follow the digital well, damn, my friends. I, can I can can I say something? Of course, real quick? say whatever because, you want. Because say whatever you want. Of, I know there's a lot of Arizona fans that 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 push back on me, and like I totally get it. That's totally fine. I'm a fan of my team, and each week, whoever they play, I'm just going to hate that team. That's just the way to put it, right? Like. I, I am a Wildcat fan this week simply because I want to see you guys in the Pac-12 title, and I do not want to see Oregon in it. So I am also backing the A today, and I'm hoping we win for you guys. Well, that's what I'm telling you. That's why the digital dam is the man. You Again, this is Twitter is fun. Twitter is supposed to be fun. It's yes. supposed to be for – and Greg, Greg Thompson, I know you're watching, so um, <laughs> this is for you as well. You can have debates with people you disagree with. Guess what? I don't know the digital dam. I'm never going to cast aspersions on the digital dam. I don't know. I think he's got a great uh, Twitter handle, and he's fun. But again, also, people on Twitter take things way too seriously. Yes. When I tweet out, hey, did anybody have the? does anybody have the ASU score from last night? Guess what? I already know the score. That's just called rubbing it in a little bit. That's what, exactly. Twitter, is. That's what Twitter is for. It's supposed to be fun. And again... It's not like we're curing cancer here. We're talking about college, uh, college athletics. I mean, I, I, all year have been saying that this game is a neutral site game mm -hmm. between Oregon and Oregon State. That we're not actually playing in Oregon. It's a neutral site game, and it upsets Oregon fans more than anything else in this planet. Me just being like, oh yeah, we have a, you know, there's a neutral site game against Oregon this week, and they're like, no, how dare you? And I'm like, dude. Okay. Like, please look in the mirror and realize this is just a joke. Well, now I wanted to ask you about that. What kind of Oregon State fan support should we uh, be expecting to see on the TV? Um, I think you'll see a lot of Oregon fans. Autzen packs um, that stadium. They they do a fantastic job. Um, you will see a splattering of Oregon State fan here or there, especially in orange. It's 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 going to look like a carrot. I think is the best way to put it. <laughs> okay. Um, Think of it like that. The game is going to look like a carrot. the The all orange jerseys and the all green jerseys will right. look really cool on TV. But yes, it'll be like a carrot in there. All right, let's talk about the Oregon running game then. Obviously, I mean, Bucky Irving was a uh, that was a nice little last second pickup they got last year, uh, ex Minnesota commit. Uh, with their running game, how is uh, how how worried are you? Probably a stupid question, but how worried are you about that running game? We just made fun of Bo Nix, so let's talk about <laughs> the running game. <laughs> I think I. I think they have a very respectable running game. Um, I, I'm more worried about the offensive line push than I am the running game per se. Right. Um, I think I think any running back behind a great offensive line would do fantastic. Um, I think their offensive line is has has been incredible. I think it's Oregon State and Oregon one A one B in that aspect. Um, I, I. I'm not confident that he's going to be the one that kills us if it comes to that. He's not going to be the one that right. that dominates the football game i think i think there's two reasons for that one this this offensive staff for oregon must know that the weakness of this beaver defense is probably going to be the secondary yeah. we have a really solid defensive line i think we leave the lead the conference in sacks we lead the conference in 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 qb rushes mm -hmm. and in and, and tackles for loss i believe it's tackles for loss for that your one. tackles for loss you're definitely leading the conference yes yeah. and we have andrew chatfield who's just absolutely been dominating that 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 category individually what what would break us is we have a lot of freshmen and sophomores on the secondary which i think if you're smart and you have a quarterback that's great, you would want to expose that first. So I'm not expecting the running game 
to be something that would break us per se, but I do think they want to establish that because we're probably going to be overprotecting for the passing game. Um, I think initially is 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 the play there, but I wouldn't be surprised if both running backs for this game, Bucky and and Damian, both have fantastic games. Yeah, um, let's let's get back to Damian because we want him to have a better game. Yes. Um, first, uh, Desert Financial Credit Union, my friends, check it out. When you get a free checking account online, you get two hundred dollars in bonuses. Get started by visiting desertfinancial.com slash two hundred. They are they're like digital dam. They are pe- men of the people for the people or women of the people, whichever uh, whichever way you want to put it. Check it out. De- Desert Financial Credit Union. You will thank me later. And and Illegal Pete's. Have you ever heard of Illegal Pete's Digital Dam? No, but I like that because my name is Peter. Oh, is it really Pete? All right. Well, we'll get to that in a second. Illegal Pete's. That's where the cool kids hang out. It's down on university. I was never one of the cool kids, so I was never invited to hang out at Illegal Pete's. Beer, drinks, uh, food, good stuff, good sights, if you know what I'm saying. Um, for uh, Check it out. And here's the deal. Um where it is. Da, 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 da. Hold on. Oh, yeah. Illegal Pete's is your go-to spot this fall. Stop by happy hour, 3 p.m. to 8 p.m. every day at all 12 locations. Illegal Pete's, the go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beer for 28 years. Check it out. And no better time to get on this Black Friday deal at GoPHNX. Go on there. All kinds of merch coming off at a very, very um, uh, low rate. And you can get in like Jacob Franklin. Digital Dam, you're six foot four, correct? Yes, I am. All right. Well, our esteemed producer, Jacob Franklin, is merely six foot eight. So that's good. Yeah. You are not the shortest per, or you are the, sh- uh, this, well, you are the, uh, I am the shortest person. You are the second <laughs> shortest person here. But they have all kinds of sizes. For me, Digital Dam or Jacob Franklin, check it out. It is the perfect gift. Okay. Damian Martinez. Um, what, what I like about big backs, and this is why I give Oregon State more of a chance than some other folks do. What I'm, I'm never I'm never a fan of big a little backs that rush for a lot of yards because I think they're easier. I don't, they don't wear down a defense. Somebody like Martinez wears down a defense. I don't know that that's going to happen in this game, but I'd like to see about 28 carries for about a buck 50 in this game. I think everyone would. I think yeah. if you told Beaver Nation that's if 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 they wanted that, they would tell you they would probably say 35 carries. They would just keep increasing right. it every single time, right? Like I think I think if if anyone watched the Washington game, you pretty much saw Marshawn Lynch Jr. on display. I think that's the best way to put it. He is so we were kind of like me and my uh, uh friends were breaking this down here. His his he has incredible balance. He doesn't have breakaway speed. Right. He doesn't have this ability to be shifty and kind of cut left and right like a Reggie Bush would. But he knows when the hole is there, he's balanced to run through it, cut, and then, you know, he's just a really balanced runner. And that is something that does really well with this offensive line and this scheme. He's This offensive line is going to need to create multiple holes for him to get a buck 50, I think, is, is the best way to do it. But the minute he sees that one, I think it's, boom, easy 10 yards. Like, right. it's it's almost... It's almost like an anomaly to see him get anything less than three yards at this point. He is that good of a running back. And I and I don't think we should undershadow Deshaun Fenwick either, who is his backup for mm-hmm, this. For sure. He's it's it's almost a one-two punch of which big running back do you want to hit you first? And right. I think I think uh, like and you hit it on the head here. Oregon State's game plan is you know, the first quarter, the offensive line might not get a whole lot of push, right? Like it's right. going to be here and there, we're gonna kind of hit you. But halfway through that third quarter, you're going to be like, damn, this is getting a little ridiculous. Like right. they are just 
after us, after us, after us. And an example of that was the Washington game with that 10 minute drive yes, yes, to score yes, yes. where you just sat there and you were like, this is Stanford when they won the PAC 12 title with Jim Harbaugh. Right. It was like, we're just going to get three and a half yards every time. Toby Gerhardt is going to continue to run right at you. Yeah. Three and a half yards. If you just get three and a half yards, every play you will score eventually. How, like, impo- how important, let me ask you this. How important is that? And again, it's important for every quarterback. I get that. But if you get down 10, if we get, how about this? If we get down 10, um, <laughs> Can can DJ come back from that? Um, that's that's a great question because I think a lot of Oregon State's issues this year is 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 when they get down, they have to change the offensive game plan. Right. Um, I think you can definitely see some positives. So a Washington State game is a great example of this. We were down two scores almost initially, like immediately, right? Right. And if you actually look at that game outside of the first quarter, Oregon State flat out dominated that entire game. Right. It just just didn't have enough time. And DJ did a fantastic job of leading that comeback and only losing by three. So the ability is there, but the preference of this team is you play one score ahead. Because right. you know that if you are a score ahead and you get the ball back, you can run a 10-minute drive. And you right. can make this really difficult for the other team. So the preference is 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 to be ahead, which is why I think if they can get the ball to start, which is not what this Smith team does, if they can get the ball to start, they should do it. I think they should do that and score immediately. By the way, we have good news for the outcome of this game, Digital Dam. Um, let me that? find it. All right, Cosmic Contrarian. Cosmic Contrarian is a U of A fan, but he's always thinking the worst thing about what's going to happen to Arizona, and generally he ends up being wrong. We love Cosmic Contrarian. He said the Beavers are not beating Oregon. I am sitting here to say that is good news for both of us. Cosmic Contrarian, keep the negative vibes going. We appreciate we appreciate both of those. All right, now let's talk a little bit about your special teams. Um, if this is a close... <laughs> If this is a close game. Now, granted, Arizona fans have seen some special team or some odd special teams call up close. What do we need to know if this is a close game? Because let's be honest, we're hoping for a close. Well, we'd like a blowout, but I think Oregon State's best chance to win is a, mm-hmm. a close game. What do we need to be looking for there, Digital Dam? Take the points, punt the damn ball, kick, kick, don't do onside kicks. Please just be normal. Be normal. Just be normal. That's all I'm asking. Every single blunder this season for us has been something related to special teams. Right. Just be normal. That's all I ask. If you have a field goal to take, please take the field goal. If you need to go for two, please find a better play to go for two. If you want to do an onside kick in the second quarter against Cal when you're only up one touchdown, maybe don't do that. Like let's right. let's let's do something different. If it's a rainy football game, let's not snap a punt over our head to give them, a, you know, two points immediately. Right. Everything has come down to special teams, and I just, I just want them to be normal. That's all what, I want. What get? What does this need? What does this game need to be played in from a score wise perspective? Because I assume you don't want this game to be in the sixties. No, it this this game. If you so, I I hinted at this at, at this earlier. If you look at previous scores and outside of I think one year when it was like sixty six to twenty, and that was like one of the worst years for us as a program. This score has always been consistently like the thirty five to twenty eight right, range right. for 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 both teams. There's just a lot of you know animosity for the teams. There's a lot of pressure on the teams to win this game, and mistakes happen because of that. I. I would look to see this game being around in the 30s. I think I think both offenses move, and I think both defenses get stops when they need to. But I I would say around the 30s would be ideal. What is the ape? What is the apex that Oregon State could win scoring wise? What do you? 
if they could if 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 you told me monday right mm-hmm. let's say i didn't watch the game this week i woke up monday and the first thing you said to me is oregon state scored 42 points right i would tell you oh my god they won right okay is there a magic num- tell is there a magic number for us out there for us um if they could get Okay, this is this is the magic number, and this is going to sound awful, and I, I and I know it sounds low. If they can get to thirty two, thirty two, okay. all right. And 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 why that sounds low is 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 this: every offensive drive needs to be eight to nine minutes, and needs to be a touchdown outside mm-hmm. of a field goal here and there. Right. So if if that's the case, you are scoring once a quarter pretty much with the field goal, maybe going into half or some sort of situation. At right. that point, you've kept Oregon off the field for a majority of this football game. And if you could just get one or two, three and outs, you you win the game. And that's what Oregon State wanted to do against Washington last week. And Smith hit on that, that the game plan was keep that offense off the field as long as you can. And right. so I think that same game plan will come up here. So if they could get into the 30s, which they couldn't do against Washington, I think I think that is when you start feeling good as an Arizona fan. All right, we're going to get to the prediction because, again, we're all hanging on that. But I wanted to ask you some questions about uh, realignment here. We're not getting into Mm -hmm. jokes about who we blame for this. You blame the traitorous 10. I blame the presidents. I blame the presidents of these schools for a variety of reasons. I think they behave themselves into this corner. First of all, what I really like about Oregon State fans and, unfortunately, Washington State fans, too, is that you guys care about your product. And that is awesome. Again, like I said, I would ditch ASU in a second and bring you guys along um, because ASU doesn't whatever. But there are way too many schools that don't care about sports in this conference. Michael Crow, the ASU president, didn't even know what streaming was. No, um, it's yeah. so funny. <laughs> Yes, you have Cal, which I don't know. You always hear stories about how Cal might get rid of sports. Stanford has a basketball coach. I know you don't like basketball or uh, college basketball that has been there eight years and hasn't had a winning record. Um, you have so many schools here. I mean, that's a that's a quarter of your schools that literally don't care about sports. And they rubber stamp Larry Scott. They bring in this uh, Bozo Klievkoff who had no idea. Listen, here's a problem. When I had a better idea of what was going on behind the scenes than George Klievkoff, that is a major, major issue. A dude, yes. is, a dude in his living room should not have a better idea than George Klievkoff. I blame the presidents, my guy. I don't, I, you, all right, you have, tell me where I'm wrong. I'm just, I'm blaming everybody. Okay. Look, this is a, this is a perfect disaster scenario. It doesn't, it doesn't happen with one person coming in and just kicking the door and saying it's over. There was dominoes that fell to get to this point. And this all started back to when the PAC 12 said no to Texas and Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. When, when they said no to Texas and Oklahoma, because they wanted to keep their, or they didn't want the Longhorn network to go against the PAC 12 network. That just symbolized the end of it. Right. At that point, they had the ability to kill the Big 12 and, and they decided twice not to do it. Right? right. Like everything leads up to that point. So, yes, like I do. I do wholeheartedly believe that that Oregon State in a way was slighted in all this. And that and that is totally fair to believe. But at the same time, I also put some blame on the AD and president of Oregon State for not seeing this when a lot of other people saw it as well. Right. And I think I think both I think you can go both ways. And that's why this this lawsuit matters so much to Oregon State Washington State is because it gives us control of something for the future. Right. And that might not be a really good future, at least initially, but it's something. And I think at that point you just need hope. Let me ask you this with that money that you're getting, why why can't you just pay Jonathan Smith like again, tell me if I, I'm probably just being stupid. Yeah. 
Why can't you just pay Jonathan Smith like $10 million a year? Because it's always about the coach. You know this. If you have a good coach, the rest goes yes. in there. Why can't you just pay him $10 million per year? Well, there's. I think there's two things with that. One, I'm pretty sure there's there's some legality somewhere that says this money has to be divvied up in some sort of way where it can't just be like, <laughs> hey, we're going to put this here, put this there, put this there. Like It has to be going right. through a formal process. And two, Smith doesn't care about money. Like this, this, this whole notion that, that Jonathan Smith would leave to go to anywhere just because of a paycheck is, is kind of a bad notion. He wants to play in a competitive schedule with a power five level. That's all he cares about. He wants right. his staff to be compensated and he wants to be competitive at the highest stage. That is all he cares about. He does not care about making $7 million, $10 million. Yes. If he went to the NFL and made 20 or whatever, I'm right. sure he'd be like over the moon. Like this is fantastic, but He's he's someone that that looks at competition first as opposed to just financials. Um, so I, I don't think from an Oregon State standpoint, you want to just throw money at him to keep him. I agree. I would love to keep him and just be like, give him literally the program or give him right. all two, give him all 200 million or, 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 or whatever the amount is. I don't care. Keep him, right. Right. Like we can fire every other coach. That's fine. But I think I think if you're a university, you have to take a step back and be like, hey, this can affect the women's basketball program that's done really well, you know, uh, right. as of late. Our baseball team obviously is our flagship program with with national championships. You don't want to cut Wayne Tinkle's salary. I look. I know the Tinkle family very well. I'm very close with his daughters and uh, son, and 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 they're great people. But yeah, I think it's time. I think yeah. it's time. Yeah, yeah. To, and, to and end I like that it. relationship. I do like the idea of just hiring coaches that can bring in all their kids, though, and bring in your kids as well. But after the coaches go away, then it kind of yeah. dries up at that point. It um, does. Do you? Let me ask you this: What is the? In uh, Arizona fans, we are making this about Oregon State, so uh, hold your comments. Why? With the way that the college football playoffs is expanding. Why can't he – so do you believe that Jonathan Smith would not look at at least temporarily a Boise State-type route like they did where you essentially just beat the crap out of Mountain West teams? And guess what? At the end of the day, you're 12-0. and 0, You have to be in there. No. I don't no. think he does. No, right. I don't think that 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 excites him. You can watch press conferences when when there's there's pregame against you know a Washington or there's pregame against um, maybe another Power Five out of conference opponent, and, and and there's a lot more excitement in his voice. Right. And then when you watch a pregame against San Diego State, he's like, yeah, they're a respectable football program. Like, you know, they have a great football program, and like it's you you can tell he's just not as excited about it. Yeah, he wants to play higher competition because he wants to prove that this that his team can 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 do it. So that's what he wants to do. What I don't understand is the Michigan state all of the Michigan state stuff. Here here let me let me bash Michigan state for a second. First of all, I loathe if there's anybody that dislikes the Big 10 more than you, it's probably me because it's the most <laughs> overrated product that we've ever seen. First of all, the Big 10 West is a collection of Rutgers even though I don't think they're in the Big 10 West. It's Rutgers, it's Purdue. The fact that Iowa is ranked 12th and they're a four and a half point underdog against Nebraska tells you all that you need to know. This uh, conference is poo. And every single year they get 13 teams in March Madness. They all lose in the first round. They stink. I don't understand, though, the Michigan State thing because Jonathan Smith to me feels big time. This is a dude that feels to me like two or three years from now he can get LSU or if not LSU, something like that. That's clearly mm -hmm. a top 10 job. Michigan State to me doesn't. First of all, East Lansing sucks. 
Um, Dave Hickey, a good buddy of mine, uh, is from East Lansing. Sorry, Dave. East Lansing uh, sucks. Um, Michigan State is always going to be second fiddle in that state. Always. Um, you got Ohio State right around the corner. I don't get it, dude. Like, I don't get the fascination with Michigan State, especially if money isn't the overriding object. Yeah, I don't. I don't get it either. Um, it's Michigan State. Yes, I respect their program. They they have good football every once in a while. That's a university that's littered with terrible allegations left and right. Yeah, right now from every single avenue, and that is a football program that is. All arguably in a worse situation than Oregon State was when we left Gary Anderson. Right. So if you are Jonathan Smith and you tell me you're you're coming to my program to rebuild it for five years after you just did that at Oregon State for right. a million more dollars a year just doesn't make any sense. It, it, it just it just makes no sense to me. Right. And I would be I would be more on board if he wasn't an alma mater of of Oregon State. If he was just someone we hired yeah. that had no ties to Oregon State, I'd be like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Maybe he just wants to move up in terms of name. But like, this is his home. Like he he loves Oregon State and and he loves being here. So my my only thing is, I'll say this: is if he does leave, that is not an indication of oh he just wants more money or, oh, he just wants to step up in Michigan State, that is an indication that Oregon State and Washington State are in a worse position than we all realized. Right. That okay. is that is what it's going to be, is that something will come out, whether it's schedule-wise or alliance-wise, that we just go, oh, this is like actually really, really bad. And right. now I understand why he left. Where you're looking at like Grand Canyon is on the schedule or something. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Now you might uh, Michigan or Oregon State fans want to keep Jonathan Smith. They maybe if they maybe join the Arizona Lottery to be able to get some of this money to keep Jonathan Smith. Check out the Arizona Lottery, my friends. You will thank me later, as always. Go and buy your holiday scratchers today. Scratchers start at just one dollar. Top prizes up to five hundred thousand dollars. Arizona Lottery, and then one last read. Digital Dan, what kind of sunglasses do you wear? You strike me as a cool guy. I wear Ray-Bans. Okay. Um, that's, that, that's usually the brand I go for. All right. Well, you know what? Now, obviously, he's got class. We will tell you, though, we should try to get you involved with Shady Rays, my friends. It's Shady Rays. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code PHNX for 50% off two-plus pairs of polarized, not polarizing sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rate of five stars by over 250,000 people. All right. We have come to the apex of the show. It is time for predictions. How does this game unfold? Who is the digital damn backing to win this game? Oh, I'm backing Oregon State. Like, regardless of what game it is, I'm going to back Oregon State. I'm going to go 35 to, to, to 32. 35 um, to 2? No, 32. Oh, I was going to say, wow, yeah. I like it. I think, I think this is a classic game. I think this is one of those. I, I Honestly... My heart truly believes that this will be the best civil war ever played, right. um, mainly because of what's going on around it. And I think I I so I know there was rumblings about this, this rivalry continuing. Uh, I believe it was earlier last week or, or end of last week. And that's been kind of met with a lot of pushback from Boise State, who needs to give up that 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 conference game right. against or sorry, out of conference game against Oregon. So there still is a lot of uncertainty around this game continuing at all. So I think I I truly think this is going to be a classic. My only worry is if any of these Jonathan Smith, the Michigan State things makes any of these players just not care. And I think if this team goes down early and those rumors are actually true, you you might see some players just quit on the field. What's the leadership that, like on this team? 
it's really good. It's this the leadership on this team is is outstanding, which is the reason why I'm not concerned about that. Even if the rumors are true, I'm still not concerned that's going to affect this team because I I think DJ is an incredible leader. I think Smith's an incredible leader. I think Bray is an incredible leader for the defense as well. So there's going to be a lot of level heads that come into this being like we need to, you know, we need to compete for Beaver Nation. Right. And I think I think there's going to be a lot of a, a lot of fire and passion. I I love this this idea that it's it's you ask an Oregon fan and they will tell you that they're going to beat Oregon State so bad it's almost like Oregon State is three and eight right like they're Arizona like, from previous years like like we're two and two and you know ten or you know two and nine and we're this terrible we're the sixteenth team in the nation right and we, every game we've lost has been by three points or less most of them on the road and it's like. We're a pretty damn good football team. <laughs> like, I'm really surprised. I'm really surprised by this line, to be honest with you. The I thought that honestly, listen, I thought it would be more than a touchdown, but I thought it would be less than I thought it would be like eight and a half. That's yeah. kind of where I thought when it, when I saw that it was 14. I'll tell you what, I hopped on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and I put a little bit of money on you guys, Digital Dam. I don't I don't doubt it. Look, I think I think that is a situation where a backdoor door cover might happen to where you might win that money there right. where it's like a nine score, you know, a nine point game, but dude, it's a rivalry game, man. There is nothing Vegas can do that can determine the outcome in this game. Regardless, right. like it is in, and, and that goes for any rivalry game. Like I still think the same for Arizona and Arizona state. Like it's always going to be a competitive football game. Regardless. I right. do think you beat Arizona state. I think Arizona state is absolutely garbage, but yeah. that's just because they're just terrible this year. But you know, Washington State and Washington. Washington fans are on their high horse saying they're going to go undefeated and just absolutely dominate Washington State. Dude, Washington State's a wounded animal right now. They could come in and just play spoilers immediately. Right. Right. Like, Washington it's, doesn't. And I'll tell you one thing, man. Washington doesn't do a ton for me. No, not, not after that game. Yeah. I came in, away from that research. Case, yeah. Yeah. I was like, the, the deciding factor in that game was a punt going over the, uh, the head of the punter or, or, or a snap going over the head of a right. punter. I I don't look, I don't think Michael Penix is the Heisman. I think that's Agreed. wrapped up and done. I don't think we need to continue that anymore. <laughs> um, I, I think there's a lot of problems with that team. And I think if they do go to the title game, well, they, well, they are sorry, whoever they play in the title game, I think they lose to whether it's you guys or it's Oregon. I think, I just think they're, they're rolling on some, like just the, they're walking on eggshells and eventually yeah. it's going to break. Right. And I just I can't wait for that to happen, to be honest with you. <laughs> so. All, right. All right, Digital Dam, where can they find you on Twitter? I, I assume you're going to have a spaces up tonight as well. This is correct. Possibly after the game. Yes, um, I I love to do kind of recap spaces for 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 those who don't know the spaces is is, is kind of an area where I just let fans vent. I think it's mm-hmm. the easiest way to do it. Um, so if you, if you want to check it out, it's, it's at the digital dam on Twitter. Um, and we'll probably do a space immediately after the game. All right. All right. Digital dam. We thank you for all of your insight. And again, I speak for all of wildcat nation, go beeves back the a back the digital dam. Uh, we will hopefully we'll be having a possibly a post game show tonight. If Oregon state wins, all eyes are on beaver nation the way it should be again. Appreciate you digital dam. Appreciate it. Thank you. Go beeves. You've been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast.